0: I want to speak today about something of great urgency, something of vital importance at this moment in time, and it's from God's Word. We've been looking a lot at Isaiah chapter 6, they have an ongoing uh, series of teachings on it that you can get on uh, some of the YouTube channels, um, the Isaiah 60 generation, which I believe we are. And I believe we should read Isaiah chapter 60 in conjunction with Revelation 18 because I believe the time frame is the same. As Babylon falls, as we read in Revelation 18, we will see the rise of the Ecclesia, the rise of the Zion of God in the earth, and we will begin to live out Isaiah chapter 60, which is the template, if you like, the the blueprint of what God wants to do at this time. But there's something that's so vitally topical, pertinent, Right now, that we need to take an urgent heed to, brothers and sisters. And I'm going to read it to you. It's in Revelation chapter 18. Let me read from verse 21. A mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea. And remember that the sea represents the world system, the economy, the system of uh, the world that we live in right now. He cast it into the sea saying, Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon be thrown down and shall be found no more at all. This chapter is about the prophesied fall of Babylon. Now you can read in Jeremiah chapter 1551 of his prophetic utterances concerning the literal city of Babylon, which scholars will tell you, and it's easy to see in God's word, carries over from that time into our times. So in other words, Babylon's real uh, prophesied demise and fall calamitous as in are in these chapters as in these chapters, sorry. So what I'm trying to say to you is is that Revelation eighteen, we're in this time period where Babylon is about to fall spectacularly and never again recover. I'll excite you as a child of God. It shall be found no more at all. The voice of harpers and musicians and pipers and trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in thee, and no craftsman of whatever whatsoever craft he be shall be found any more in thee. And the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in thee. This is about a time where clearly there's no business taking place. There's no, you know, there's no music being played. In a sense, you could say a lockdown. a A time when normal life has ended a time when the normal things that cheer us and that maybe give us uh, a living, um, look at all the shops that are closed right now, okay? Lockdown. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee, and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. You know, they're just banned wedding receptions. I'm not trying to take what Scripture says and squeeze it into the news. And I'm not trying to take what the news says, and squeeze it into the scripture. That's not what I'm, what I'm trying to do. People do that, somebody sneezes in the Middle East, and somebody takes it as a prophetic sign of the second coming. I'm not one of those guys, I'm not one of those uh, teachers, I'm not one of those preachers. But, but I do believe that we should look very intently at what God's Word says about this time of the fall of Babylon. Now, I know that these things that are spoken of here are, are in a sense, uh, they're the result of the fall of Babel, okay? So that's why I'm not trying to squeeze what's happening now into that. But I do believe that as we look at the time frame we're living in now, you understand that that the system uh, has collapsed, in a sense. Now, people are talking about the Great Reset, that the World Economic Forum, uh, Klaus Schwab, and all the politicians are talking about it, Build Back Better, all that stuff they're trying to do that and so they're trying to follow this program of collapsing the economy and resetting it i believe because they know this is coming so they're trying to do it themselves they're trying to reset it so that they can avoid god's uh judgment on it okay but it's not going to work because god will destroy babylon babylon will fall and even when it says in the scripture, we would have healed you. God would have healed Babylon if the world leaders had heeded his voice and said, come back to the word of God, come back to the things of God, come back to God's purpose and will for the nations, and come back to God's stated purpose, which is that Jesus will inherit the nations. So, but they wouldn't heed it. So they wouldn't be healed. So this is coming. Now there's a sense in which this great reset might be them, might be them, trying to make it happen. But, but, but that's not what I want to talk about today. So much as this, let's get into it because this is the verse here. And watch this; these are the verses here. Uh, For thy merchants, and I think one translation actually has it, tycoons, the great multi-millionaires, the billionaires of the earth, the, and I, and I could name them you know, the social media tycoons, the the Bill Gateses of this world, all of these guys, the merchants, the tycoons, it says here, were the great men of the earth. They, they were the great men of the earth. Notice it's past tense. After Babylon's fall, it's a, they were. The great men of the earth. Watch this. This is where I want to go. For by thy sorceries, were all nations deceived by thy sorceries were all nations deceived whose sorceries the great men of the earth the tycoons the merchants what does it mean they're sorceries does it mean that they engage in the black arts of witchcraft and sorcery i think some of them do see the bible talks about kings and all that are in authority but how many know that The people that are in authority are not always kings because they're the shadowy hidden hand, the figures behind the politicians, the figures behind the presidents, the figures behind royalty even sometimes. The ones that are pulling the strings, the bankers, the the billionaires, the oligarchs, the tycoons, the great men of the earth, the merchants, the mighty men of commerce and industry and banking and finance And it says that they're engaged in sorceries. And notice the nations were deceived by these sorceries. So are these guys engaged in, you know, Satanism, witchcraft, black arts, all that? Probably. Some of them are. Most of them are. Maybe all of them are. At a certain level, I believe they are. But that's not really what that word in the Greek really means. And that's what I want to talk about. The word sorceries... Well, it does mean that, sorry. But that's not... um, what it means in terms of what we're looking at it can mean black arts witchcraft and in other words it's got a dual meaning and i don't know that the meaning of witchcraft black arts occult activity you know worshiping satan i don't know that that's really what is fully intended here because the word sources in greek is the greek word pharmakia pharmakia and pharmakia is the word from which we get pharmacy or pharmaceutical, in other words, drugs. And I'm not talking here necessarily about heroin and cocaine and, and that type of drug. That, that's part of it, part of the system, and it's a billions and billions economy. But what I really believe it's talking about is big pharma, the pharmaceutical industry, and we'll going to get right to it. It's talking about vaccines. All nations were deceived because that word pharmakia in Greek means the administration and use of drugs or medication. Think of that word. In other words, read it it like this. Okay, let's read the whole thing uh, from, from here. For thy merchants, thy tycoons, were the great men of the earth. For by thy medication were all nations deceived. By thy medication, by thy use and administration and distribution of drugs were all nations or or medicines or vaccines were all nations deceived. I want you to heed this at this time. If you're thinking about taking this vaccine, I want to just very briefly talk about this. Am I an anti-vaxxer? What does it mean? It's just a label that people give you to say that you're a conspiracy nut, that you're a that you're a head case, that you're a nutter. Um so maybe I am. To some people, every Christians that because we believe in God and they they just think that's nuts. Am I an anti-vaxxer in principle? Depends on the vaccine. I would say for me. It's not about being an anti-vaxxer, but if you want to label me that, I don't mind. I'm certainly anti-vaxxer when it comes to what we're talking about in the nations right now, and in this nation of the UK right now, because, now you say well, you what, you believe all that stuff, that aborted baby stuff, and nanoparticles, and all that stuff, and that they're going to put a chip in it, well, the chip part of it is, is, is that they may not put a chip in the vaccine right now, but... It's clear that a chip may go in a future vaccine. There's certainly plenty of evidence of that. I saw a YouTube video of a guy who had a contract from the US government and he said that we can put a chip in this for the vaccine thing. He was a nutter as well. Well, he's getting paid millions to be a nutter. So if anybody wants to send me millions to be a nutter talking to you about this right now, I'm happy. You see, yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there that you call tinfoil hat stuff. Yeah, maybe some of it is far-fetched, a bit extreme, maybe. But here's my point. Is it the mark of the beast is, is the main question. Let's get right to it. Is this the mark of the beast, this vaccine that some people are saying? Is it the mark of the beast? Well, look at all the whistleblowers who are saying that it is. Look at all the people that, that that have defected from working for government agencies and so on that are saying this. Look at all the medical people that are saying this with... Strings of credentials to their name. It's not all nutters and lay people that are saying this. Here's here's what I'm going to say to you about that. I'm just going to sum up in this, right? Taking on board all the stuff, some that might be a far-fetched science fiction, extreme stuff, might be fear-filled crazies, you know, talking about raptures and stuff. Taking on board everything that's been put on YouTube, written in blogs, articles about all this. Here's my po- here's my position. And that's all I can give you is my position. See, I'm my background, eschatology-wise, uh, is when I first got saved, I was late great planet Earth, Hal Lindsay, raptures happening anytime now. But then I, 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 I believe I matured and I got into very much pre-preterist or preterist, then historic, historicist. So in other words, if you're a preterist of any type, full or partial, post-millennial, or uh historicist you'll probably be believing that the mark of the beast is something that happened either in imperial roman times or papal roman times in other words you know way back then uh, pre-reformation reformation times in other words the mark of the beast is historical it's not going to happen in the future it's not going to happen now or you may be really seriously futurist and think well this isn't the mark of the beast uh, but that's a future thing. But here's my position with this. Because I'm not a futurist in that respect. I'm not somebody who, you know, as I said, somebody sneezes in the Middle East and it's a, a prophetic sign. I'm not one of those guys. I'm a I'm a victorious overcomer. Uh, I live like a post millennialist. Whether Jesus is coming back tomorrow or in a million years, I live as if we're here we're here to stay and we're here to, we're here to Conquer and we're here to invade and we're here to build the kingdom, plant it and build it up and Christianize the nations. That's my position. My job is to make the nations Jesus' inheritance. So should yours be. Whether we've got 10 minutes, 10 years, or 10,000 years. But here's my position with this if it, if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, looks like a duck, then it's probably a duck. So all of this vaccine, Mark of the Beast, 666, programming you, chipping you, doing all that stuff. If there's 1% of you that thinks that's a possibility, okay, even if 99% you're convinced, this vaccine's safe, everything's fine, this is not the Mark of the Beast, this is not the beast system, this is not the Antichrist. If there's 1% of doubt, even less than that, and you think, "Mm, well, you cannot take the vaccine. Because one, you'll be deceived. And two, and this is what I believe, I don't think the vaccine is necessarily the mark of the beast, but I think it's a precursor to it. Okay, some of the stuff I've read, I don't want to get into it because, you know, I don't claim to be really an expert on a lot of stuff, except the stuff that I am, I I believe, uh, you know, matured in. So I'm not really getting into eschatology or you know, antichrist stuff. I'm not really saying that, I'm just saying this. It's clear from Scripture that at the time of the fall of Babylon, which I believe is now, that's one thing I put my hand up to, that the nations are deceived by the billionaires, the tycoons of earth, with an agenda to deceive the nations using medication, using pharmaceutical eh, means, should I say. That's my position. It's as simple as that. I have sufficient uh, doubt, if you want to call it that. That when I, I don't like using the word doubt. I have sufficient uh, misgivings. That what's going on right now is an antichrist beast, Babylonian, Leviathan system that is trying to impose antichrist control over the citizens of this world and especially over over us as, as believers so i am out for that reason if you've got one one of, percent of a little misgiving somewhere then my advice to you is be one of those who say no to this vaccine There are a lot of stuff you could say about the covid stuff that's that's bogus that's sus that just doesn't sit right doesn't sound right and they make up the rules as they go along. We could talk for hours. I don't intend to. This is a short video with an urgent warning to say to you that this scripture is in the Word of God. If it doesn't apply to this time, then here's two things to, to ponder. First of all, if it doesn't apply to this time, when will it apply? But the second thing is, if it doesn't apply to this time, is it certainly in the same spirit and in the same type of you know, scenario as we're talking about here. If this isn't the time when the beast system comes and Babylon falls and all of that, uh, if this isn't that time, then it looks a lot like it. So whether it's a precursor, the whole thing is a precursor. uh, All that we've been through the last uh, year or so, that's all a precursor to what's coming, but it's coming way, way far down the road. Maybe. But here's the thing. Leviathan rears its head. Babylon you know, it rises the the system that opposes the kingdom of God comes and goes, ebbs and, and 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 rises throughout history. Look at the Reformation. Look at the the last century where we had uh, two world wars to oppose dictatorial regimes. What's my point? My point is simpler. If you have an ounce of suspicion, misgiving, I'm not too sure about that, when it comes to this vaccine, when it comes to this verse of Scripture, when it comes to all that you see in the world, do not take the vaccine. That's my simple, straightforward warning and advice to you. I won't be. Whether or not you do, is up to you. But bearing in mind what I've, I've shown you here from the Word of God, understanding these things, understand, read the whole chapter of Revelation 18. And understand that God's purpose upon Babylon is to completely collapse and destroy the system that we're seeing right now. I don't know that you could say that that will be accomplished by the great reset that the, these people, these milk merchants uh, and rulers of the world are planning. they're maybe trying to do it uh, to, to, as I said, to preempt what God is going to do, or God may just use what they're doing to do it anyway. They're make a difference. The point is by the sorceries, which means medication, pharmacia, the pharmaceutical means of the billionaires and tycoons. The nations are deceived. The people of the nations are deceived. My counsel to you today, friend, is this. Do not be one of them. The Lord bless you.